Good morning. Cosmetics and face camp skincare. Good morning, everybody. Good morning, everybody listening on iHeartRadio on Speaker Live, watching on YouTube, and of course the lovely Facebook people. Good morning. <laughs> Robert says I will not be so lively in the comments. I put on a still toe shit kickers today, and some ass is going to be kicked. But I'll be listening. How do I argue with that? <laughs> what the heck is that? Oh my god. Robert, did you have uh did you have an extra cup of coffee this morning? I love it. What's up, Nick Harris? How you doing, man? If you guys are wondering who the heck I'm talking to. I'm listening on the radio right now. We are talking to the Facebook audience because those are the people I get to see every morning that are on here commenting. So if you want to come join the party that happens every single morning on the weekdays, uh, you can go to Joshua T. Berglund's Morning Gratitude, and there we are. It's like magic. It's unbelievable. Um, holy crap, man. Good morning. What a day. What a day. Um... So we, I'm going to have a guest later. You guys remember, um, some of you, some of you remember Darius Oliver that came on the show a while back and we had all these crazy technical difficulties, but he was reading everyone's numbers. What's up, Randy? Good morning. Good morning, Jordan. Um, Robert is me. I'm at the end of my patience and that is something that never happens. I hope that's a good thing. Like, I hope you're sick and tired of being sick and tired or whatever that expression is. And now you're just ready to just like rip it off and just go after it. Like, I hope that's it. Um, that, that, that would be incredible. But Darius is going to join us a little bit later. I told him 940, but I went ahead and sent him the link because so he can join us. So, all right, let's get into this. I got a drink of water. Man, I was almost late today. I didn't really prepare. I thought about not doing a show today. And then I go... I get to do a show, so I'm going to do the show, so I'm here, um, but I barely made it in time. Robert, I love it, dude. That's amazing. Randy, good morning. Um, so everybody, again, listening on iHeartRadio and Spreaker Live and watching on YouTube, I don't know how the comments work on YouTube yet, so forgive me, um, but look, there's a lot of changes, so let's get this out of the way. So I... So the other day, what was it, um, on Tuesday, I came out and told the remaining secrets that, you know, I have HIV um, and I've lived most of my life as a bisexual. Now, I want to address that first. So I'm healthier than I've ever been and, and that is without fail. Um, it's because I've been very, very blessed to have amazing care. Um, I, I was, I've been very disciplined about taking my medication. It's the only medicine I take. I do not take any mental health. Um, I do need to apologize, um, because I've been on the show talking about mental health issues and how I got off of medication. Um, and I stopped taking all meds and that's what I said. Well, the truth is I stopped taking all medications except my HIV medication, because that's the only thing that you know, keeps me alive. And from what I understand, it's what keeps me healthy and, and it's allowed to put it in remission where I'm now undetectable 
which basically means it's almost impossible for me to give it to anyone else. Um, for the record, my girlfriend is clean and safe, um, so that there's been no transferring of anything. Um, so that I want to get that out of the way because it's important that people know like you can beat this. Yeah, you may have the scarlet letter. It's kind of like somebody who gets herpes. They always have it. it never goes away. Um, but it doesn't mean that they have outbreaks, right? And it doesn't mean that they you know, so, but it, there are a lot of amazing resources um, out there for people. So taking your medication is extremely important. But let me get back to my apology. Crap, I almost missed that. I am sorry for lying. Um, I'm sorry for hiding. Um, and I ask that you guys forgive me because it's wrong uh, for me to lie and misread or resent. It is true that I do not take any other medications. Uh, CBD has really helped me. Um, it's, it's, it's kept me from having to take ADHD meds and bipolar medications and sleep medications. And, you know, that's how I treat the PTSD. Um, and also I do a lot of work and care and I protect myself. Um, so I do apologize for lying and, um, cause that wasn't right. So I do take a medication and it's one, it's for HIV. Um, secondly, I want to address something else. Um, I said that I lived my life as a bisexual. Well, technically that's true because I was giving myself a label. And I don't believe that um, is necessarily worthy of a label. And um, so I don't carry that around. How do I, um, I just basically connect. I don't, the way it works is this. I connect to spirits. I connect to like some the soul, right? And, and, and then whatever happens from that happens. And I don't have control over that. Whatever my spirit connects to, that's what it connects to. And, um, you know, if it's primarily been women and I've been in a relationship for four years that, and she's very aware of who I am and she's had to keep that secret for a very long time. She's also had to keep a lot of secrets that I'm actually very thankful that now she's able to not have to keep anymore. Um, man, living in secret's not a lot of fun. It's not, it's, it's one of the most freaking miserable things in the world because it's hard to look in the mirror. It's hard to look at people in the eye. And, and that's, that's not, you know, that's not healthy at all, you know? Um, so I'm really trying to stand in truth in all respects and to clear up all of the, clean up the messes that I've led, uh, that I've, that I've caused and created along the way, because you know, you, I, my intention is never to ever hurt or mislead anybody, but I kept that secret and, and I was wrong for that, but I intend to stand in my truth now and use it in such a way that I'm able to empower other people to live their truth and to get rid of their secrets because those secrets only hurt. What's that, what's that silly expression? Secret secrets, they're no fun. Secret secrets hurt someone. That thing. But it's true. But that someone it hurts is, is, is the person keeping the secret. So whether it's you or, you know, what it, you know, you, me, whoever, it's keeping those secrets are poison. And in the world of personal development and trying to live righteously and trying to live, you know, a pure, uh, clean, holy, whatever you want to call it, life, where you just want to be love and light to people around the world, it's really hard to do that to your full capacity. Yeah, I shaved it. I had to. My trimmer screwed up, Robert. Um, but it, it's hard to be the light that you're called to be when you're keeping secrets. That's for anybody. Like, we're all a light. You know, we're all a, 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 an abundant source of energy and love, and we have that in us. But when we have secrets and we have scars and we have, you know, hurt and we're hurting ourselves and we're hurting other people and we have resentments and we have anger and we have jealousy and we have brokenness, it, it's hard for that light to shine. So in removing all of that, you know, more light can shine. And there was a couple of barriers that I had had because I was keeping those secrets. So now there's no secrets, none. <laughs> like literally none. Like I feel so naked and I'm okay with it. It, it, it it's, it's kind of crazy. 
And, and I am happy to be healthy and I am happy to be like, just to go, I'm free. I don't need freaking labels because label, I don't even know where labels came from, but labels just form judgment. I'm just somebody that's free to love. That's how I look at it, you know? And I identify as two spirits, which is really, really fascinating if you want to read about it. And it's considered a blessing. And when you, when you learn about it, you go, wow, that's kind of cool. Because it is. Because it will help you explain the way I see the world and why I'm so determined to change the world. And I know I'm going to do it with the help of a lot of people. Because I, you can't, no one can do any great deed alone. I mean, with the power of God, I know that I can do anything. But a big part of that is to bring the right people into my life to accomplish that mission. And that is, like, that's amazing because then you get to connect with people at a spirit level. I don't know if you guys saw, you could tell yesterday, but when Tyree was on the show and, and speaking, like, her truth and her passion, I was like, I mean, I, my heart was, like, bursting open with love and just, like, an excitement and, and, in a determination and a, and a confidence of knowing this mission that we have is going to come true. And so it's amazing. And so then yesterday I was, I was at a meeting with the TV network. I don't know how many of you guys know about what happened. Um, yesterday I was at a TV network. So I, I helped produce for a television network called E360 TV. And it's a really, really amazing network. It's the, where it's going. Like right now it's just showing you, Good morning, Bonnie. Um, it, it, right now, E360 TV is, um, it, it's not what it's going to be, but they have a technology that literally, like, I'm going to grab my phone. So you're, it's the OTT network, right? So you think Amazon, Apple TV, Roku, those are OTT networks, and it's streaming. So streaming is the future. Streaming is the future for several reasons. One, because with advertising and product placement, it makes sense for brands because you don't get ripped off anymore. Like for a brand to advertise, you can, you're getting the true market like value. Like you are getting what you pay for in exposure because you can control that because you can target the ads like Facebook ads on steroids. But they have a technology that allows you, like as you're watching on the computer, the screen or your TV, that you like say you like, okay, you, so I'll just use my jacket as an example or that artwork back there that freaks everybody out for some reason. I don't know why it freaks everybody out. But like, you know, oh man, I really like that. And you can go dink and touch the screen and you can buy in real time as you're watching a show. Um, it's an amazing platform. And so we're there, we're worth the organization. I don't want to bust it, but we came to an agreement with a really great um, company and they're going to have their own channel. And it's so freaking cool. Um, and I, they're just friends of mine. They're amazing people and we're watching like it happened yesterday, right? So then I'm sitting there in front of the TV network and I'm talking about a couple projects that we're working on, a couple of amazing documentaries. I don't want to bust that out either. Um, that's really exciting. And they're going to like, they're going to disrupt. <laughs> they're gonna, these documentaries are going to be so disruptive and powerful and controversial that we may have to have bodyguards, but we're going there. We're going to the darkest places of the world to expose some things that need to be exposed. And I'm so excited about it because it's part of my mission, right? And, and the people that we get to do it with it are even more amazing. So, oh, I was looking at my calendar advice. Sorry. Um, so then we sat there and goes, hey, do you want to talk for a little bit? I'm like, yeah, sure. So we sit down and I'm telling him about these projects and like, you know, and just filling him in about the conversations I've had. And he's really, really excited. And then I saw a moment, I, I go, I don't know. I, I go, I don't know why I have to tell you this, but I feel like I need to tell you what my mission in life is. And I said, it is my goal to have a TV show that travels all over the world. And, and, I, and while I go to each location, London, Australia, South Africa, Africa, New Zealand, Australia, I said that already, China, Tokyo, Japan, Iran, Iraq, um, 
heck, I mean, everywhere, New York, Las Vegas, Mexico City, uh, Miami, Orlando, Las Vegas, San Francisco, LA, Dallas, heck, even Oklahoma. As I go there with the church, the church the, as I travel with the show, I want to work with local organizations and the, uh, the world of, you know, HIV, um, sexual and physical abuse, mental health, and then work with prisoners as well. Well, I, and that's what I want to do from there. So I want to stay there for like a week or two. That's the goal, a week or two. Two weeks would be amazing. Um, and then stay there and just work with all of the, you know, just certain organizations that we would pick. And then while I'm there, also start working with the politicians, start making change. And I want to do this all over the world. Because my ultimate goal is to get to the UN, United Nations, and start making change at a world level. That is my goal. That is what I will do. And I told him this in the meeting. With all passion in the world, my goal is not to be a famous TV host. My goal is not to be a famous radio host. I just recognize that this is the most powerful medium in the world. And this is the fastest way for me to accomplish this goal because I don't think we can wait to start making these changes. So as I told him this, just staring at him right in the eyes as I'm staring at you. He said, how do we become a part of it? How do we get behind this? And so through that, we now are going to be on TV. Like it's happening. This is going to be a TV show now. Now, I don't know how it affects this um, because the TV show I don't believe will be live. Um, I don't intend to ever walk away from Facebook, um, and, and doing something here. Uh, we may change the page. We may do it from the E360 page. I don't know. Um, but this show is going to be on TV and be on, uh, basically be on 186 million screens a day globally. <laughs> 186 million screens a day. And it's the coolest technology ever. I mean, it's going to freaking be so disruptive. It's scary. Um, and it's going to be awesome. So my mission is going to come true. And um, so on Saturday, we're sitting down and I'm putting together. Yeah, you can watch from London, Lisa. It's going to be global. Hell, any of you can watch it anywhere in the world. And you can see it. Because honestly, it's not a whole lot different than Facebook, except that it's different. <laughs> it's TV. And, and you know that studio I was always talking about? Yeah, I'm going to have a studio now too, right here in San Diego. So it's going to start the studio. And as we, as we are blessed with advertisers, because we're going to need advertising now, <laughs> uh, to be able to travel. But... We're going to, we're going to go, we're going to go on, we're going to, we're going to start a studio. We're going to have in-house guests and we're going to start traveling. So the vision is going to come true. Um, so I'm not saying any of this to brag at all. It's not about bragging because it's, it's not about me at all. Um, sorry, I didn't drink water. It's not about me at all. Um, I would not be here in this moment now today alive or standing in front of you with the, the confidence in the assuredness. Is that a word? Assuredness? I'm assured. I'm absolutely 100% assured that, that I, this is already happening. This has already happened. It's in motion and it's happening. I won't be denied because I know that the power of Christ compels me. Sorry, I don't know why that came to mind, but yeah, the power of Christ. I, without my relationship with God, without God giving me another chance that I don't think I really deserved. But when he gave me that chance, I knew 
without a shadow of a doubt that now is my time to step into my purpose and to rip apart anything that got in my way with love, <laughs> but rip it apart. And that includes my ego, my self-doubt, fear. It includes all of it. So anyway, that this would not be possible without my relationship with Christ and God and the daily walk that I, that I have. That is the truth. And this is not about me. For whatever reason, I was given size, presence, a voice, and a lot of power. And I don't mean power as in I'm in like Obama. I'm saying power as in my presence and my energy is powerful. I know this. I know it. And that's what I was blessed with. Because when I used it for bad, <laughs> when I used this energy for bad, I was basically, I was an epic a-hole. <laughs> I was the worst of the worst. So that same power channeled through my heart, my soul, the desire to serve, the desire to change the world is truthfully unstoppable. I'm the only one that can get in my way because I believe what the spirit inside of me says. Now that may freak some of you out, but I'm just telling you the truth. That's why I love my relationship with God because I know I can do anything. And um, so I'm very, very excited to see where this goes, even though I know where it's going. I'm excited. I'm excited for the journey. I know it's won't, there'll be, I know there'll be challenges and I love challenges and I know there will be obstacles, but those obstacles present opportunities. And it is my intention to use these blessings on behalf of everyone that I encounter. Um, so yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> um, so that's, that's that. Um, so I, I want to get that out of the way. So I'm very excited. I'm grateful for all of you, everyone listening right now on iHeartRadio and on Spreaker Live, watching on YouTube. Uh, thank you guys for joining us in Facebook. Let's see what everyone's saying. The caterpillar is becoming a butterfly, my friends. So spread the wings and soar, honey. You're going to get where you want to be. The universe, universe is working in your favor, babes. It is time to shine that beautiful light you have inside. Thank you. Robert says, amen. Jordan, yes. What's up, Jordan? How you doing? Robert, you need a job. I know technically, oh, I'm not getting paid yet. So <laughs> let's see what, we'll see what that arrangement is. It's evening here in London, 5.15. Awesome. Thank you for joining. Uh, who else is here? Nat Natalia, wonderful to see you. Hey, it's been so long. Oh my gosh, so good to see you. Um, yeah, anyway, welcome everybody. Nick Harris, my man, great to see you guys. So anyway, that, that, that's exciting. So Saturday we put together the pitch deck and we get after it. Like we, we're moving fast. And, you know, this is great. So I have another opportunity that's kind of cool. Golly, this is amazing. So everyone knows about the City Gala, right? Okay, well, the City Gala in LA is a really cool entrepreneur event. And um, I've been asked to do the interviews on the red carpet. So this will be really interesting. I don't want to jinx anything, but I think I'm going to get to uh, interview somebody that I may just kind of geek out about because he just joined the party. So if I get to interview Matthew McConaughey, I, I, I don't even know what I'm going to say. Actually, I do know what I'm going to say. Ashton Kutcher and Matthew McConaughey both um, seem like they'd be really fun to interview. And they're going to be at this event. They're like the headliners. And um, I just think I'm going to ask them what they're grateful for and see where it goes from there. I've never done red carpet interviews. I was supposed to do them two weeks ago and that fell through, but whatever. Everything works out the way it's supposed to. But like, what am I going to... Yeah, I just think I'm going to stick with it, right? Is that what I should do? What's up, Bonnie? 
Good morning. Is that what I should, I should just say, what are you grateful for, right? So if you were, yeah, because that's the one thing I know how to ask. <laughs> like, that's the only question I know that I can plan that's okay. And like, who gets mad at that question? Actually, if you've ever seen me do the street interviews, when I just like randomly start talking to people and I ask them what they're grateful for, it happened the other night too. I, <laughs> they, some people don't like to answer that question. Like, it's strange. Like, what are you grateful for? That's like the happiest question ever, isn't it? Um, where's Darius at? Darius, where you at, dude? Um, here, I'm gonna bring him on now. Come on. Now. I'm gonna tell him what to do. I'm gonna be bossy. Um, all right, here we go. So, good morning. Um, what else was there? Golly, there was a lot of stuff that happened. Oh, so another thing. So I think the foundation, I have a product coming out and I've been saying this, I gotta quit saying it because it's coming out next month, coming out next month. I think it really is coming out next month. Uh, it's going on QVC. And hi, Michelle, good to see you. Um, we have a product going on QVC. And with that product, we're going to donate like every a percentage of every single cell of this eyelash applicator we have. It's a global patent. We're going to donate to the um, Elm John AIDS Foundation. And because my partner in this is, um, she's best friends with Elton John. So I hope, like I want to attach this show to a charity. And I, from my, all, I think from what I understand, everything I've read and the numbers I've seen, that's Elton John Foundation is a legitimate, awesome charity that's actually changing the world. So I, I'm, and I'm, putting it out there in the universe that I want to, like everything that this, the show creates, like monetize, like everything we monetize, everything we monetize sponsorship wise and things like that. Um, I want to donate and I have to make sure I can do this. Yeah, Elton John does rule. I have to make sure I can do this, but I, I'm putting it out in the universe right now that I want, I want to partner with the Elton John Foundation. That's what I want to do. So there's several reasons for this. I'm not a dummy, first of all. Um, he's freaking Elton John. And um, that's awesome. But he has global influence. Who doesn't know Elton John? And the work that he's done is is amazing. Like, not in, I'm not talking about music. I'm talking about charity work. It, it, it's amazing. So... I, I'm in putting it out there that that's who I want to partner with. Like I want to be an official partner with them on our show that's going to be on E360 TV because I think that that is how I can make, again, you partner with the right people, you can spread your influence much faster. And, and I think that that would be an awesome partner, right? Like that foundation, that would be great. And then I need your suggestions. I need a mental health uh, organization. So here's the deal. I've got to figure this out because so, you know, mental health contributes to a lot of, of, of uh, well, problems. <laughs> like mental health issues create a lot of problems. So I want to find a great mental health organization that is helping people with bipolar disorder um, heck, even schizophrenia, um, PTSD, and then ADHD. I, I, I want to do that and then somehow find a way to work with, like I need sexual abuse and physical abuse organizations to work with too. So I need, a, I need, I need suggestions on this because this is something I'm very serious about. Like I, I really want to bring attention to these issues in a way of going, look, man, you can be a CEO, you can be a TV host, you can be a radio host, you can be all this stuff and have HIV, have mental health issues. Um, you know, have been sexually abused and physically abused. Like you, you, I, you can be all that and live a normal life because I live a normal life and I have all of those things. And I, I live a perfectly normal life. I, I, well, well, I don't know what you call it normal, but I mean, I'm happy. So I have joy every day. So I'm doing something right. 
So if that's, I don't know, what is that? So, yeah, I need your help on this. Seriously. So if you guys have suggestions, uh, welcome them. I would love to hear them because I am very serious about this um, and I want to make a change. And I, and I really, the biggest change I think that I, I, I believe that I, I feel led to make is to break down stigmas and um, judgments against yourself and other people because we are all God's children, all of us. And um, also kind of destroy labels. Because labels also put us in a position of judgment. You know? And that's not fair. That's not right for us. And it makes life more challenging than it needs to be. So I could use your help um, and suggestions with that because it's something that I believe in greatly. Um, another thing I want to address because I'm still waiting on Darius to show up. Where is he at? Um, He's not on here yet. Okay. So the other thing too, I want to talk about, and I talked about this in my live yesterday, um, when I, that night I'm going to, on my, my Josh, the host page, I'm going live at night just to talk about really nothing. <laughs> it's just like whatever my day was been. And it's me walking around because I like to walk around the city and you know, get the heck out of here. Um, so I've been doing that, so I talked about this, but look, any of you that are out there that are aspiring to start a show, start a radio show, start, you know, try to get, your, get yourself on TV, you can reach out to me and ask. Um, and if you tell yourself that it's impossible, that's your first problem. Because it's not impossible. Um... There are so many opportunities for you to get the exposure you want now. It's insane. And if you have something that you really care about, you believe in, and you put that into your content, you, you can make anything you want happen. And you want sponsorships. You want um, you know, to be endorsements. If you want to get on TV, if you want to get on stage, like all those things are available for you. All of them. And if you say you don't have money, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be honest. I'm going to tell you something. This is the truth. And I've shared this before, so this is not a surprise to some of you. But I, I've scraped to get by every single month. I, I don't really make any money at all yet. I'm, I'm, I'm about to make money. Um, there's great things going on with our company and, um, you know, that we're going to start monetizing some things and the show will make some money. And like, there's things that are happening, but to the present day, I don't really make any money at all. So you're like, oh, how'd you get on TV? How'd you do this? How'd you do that? Okay. So here's the deal. I felt purposeful in, in doing morning gratitude the show that I'm doing now started on a phone. And just a few months later, I'm getting a TV show. It's not smoke and mirrors. It's just belief and intentionally doing things every day that I felt led to do created that. And I did it with no money. I didn't buy anyone's mastermind. I didn't pay to speak. I didn't pay someone to write a book for me. I didn't pay because I didn't have the freaking money to pay. So if you're telling yourself you don't have the money and you don't have the resources to create these things, I'm telling you right now, if you can get yourself on the internet and you've got a camera, you can make it happen. You know, there's, there's ways, there's also... You know, I mean, honestly, like people like Nick Harris and Robert, um, let's see who else is Jordan, who else is on here? There's a lot. I mean, just amazing. Lisa, like the people that share the videos on a regular basis and share it into new networks, like that's how it grew, but that was still free. And 
And I really believe that if you have the same desire to be on TV one day or to have a radio show, you're honest to God can reach out to me and I'll tell you exactly what I did. It's not rocket science. I'm not smart enough for rocket science. I'm not. So, like, but it just, if you're determined and you believe in what you're doing, you believe in your calling and you test your faith every day and just trust that God's got you. That, that dream, that vision, that didn't come up from your own, your eight brain. God gave you that. God gave you that vision for your life. God gave you that desire and that passion for whatever cause it is. And then you can take all of the crap. Bonnie, I'm going to talk, I'm, I'm going to, talk to you directly. Bonnie, I'm not calling you out to embarrass you. But you put your stuff out there for us to see it every day. Hi, Trisha. Bonnie, all of that hurt that you have, all of it, all of that hurt that you suffer with, Bonnie, every single day, if you quit looking at your hurt and why am I hurting, why am I hurting, and find a way to use your hurt to help other people that are hurting just like you and to speak out, you will start to feel blessed beyond measure. You don't need anyone to listen to you. You don't need to talk about how shitty your life is anymore. You don't need to say that because every time you say it, you make your life worse. So take that stuff that you hurt and share your pain, express it. Help. you can even start just doing post. But you gotta like start overcoming, start using your hurt to help other people, Bonnie. Don't be a victim anymore. Lisa, I have myself have mental ish, mental health issues and a victim of domestic abuse, which led me to binge drinking and taking class A drugs. And now one and a half years later, I'm sober. Thank goodness I've had mental health for like 20 years. So what you're doing is amazing and Earth Angel, my friend. Now I know what Earth Angel means. Thank you. I received that. Thank you for that. All right, guys, listen. This guy... He freaked me out last time. I've met him twice. He was a friend of mine now. And I, it's amazing just how it freaks me out because it's so real. And, and for so long, I thought, this is so, this is like demonic. It's not. It's real. Holy crap, it's real. Um, so you guys know him and you actually love him. So I'm really stoked to have him back on the show. But he's, I don't know what his screen's doing. Darius. Oliver. Okay, so Robert says, yes, I find purpose in reaching out to lift others up. Uh, that is my intention here. Can, I, can you see me? Yeah, I see you, dude. Um, oh, my favorite wow. thing to do okay, is to cool. drop love bombs and comments and live streams. Yeah, you're amazing, Robert. Thank you. Bonnie can help others and give her testimony to others. Speak life over yourself. Give it all to God. He's a great healer. I'm hey, getting back to my car real quick. Just one moment. Oh, well, I'm going to kick you off then. That's loud. I don't like distractions. I like, let's just talk. Anyway, um, yeah, so anyway, we're gonna have Darius Oliver on. Now he's in his car and now he's back to normal, so let's bring him back on. Cool. <laughs> <sighs> so, hey man, how's it going, man? Thanks uh, for having me on the show again. Dude, you reached out to me and you said you wanted to be on, so here you are. But first things first, yes. what are you grateful for today? Man, I'm grateful for this day of life um, that I can look back on my decisions and look at uh, relationships and where I where I can improve at, where I can improve, where I made mistakes, where I did well. You know, my birthday is in four days, so um, I'm gonna be 27. Um, you know what I mean? So it's like, and whenever your birthday comes around, that's a new year for you. So I'm thinking about like, you know, this year's been all about endings and conclusions. This is the year my father passed. Um, back in September, it's the year, you know, I stopped working for a corporate, well, you know, right before. A lot of endings, but a lot of um, beginnings and a lot of expansion, you know what I mean, in different areas. But it's, it's really been a really thought-provoking year for me, man. Um, it's also the year I met you met a lot of other, you know, really cool people. And, um, you know, that's what I'm grateful for. I'm grateful 
for this opportunity to share this space with you at this time. And for all your, everyone that's tuned in and listening and watching, you know, um, that's what, that's what I'm grateful for. That, that, that's good gratitude, man. I like that. I like it when people put effort and, and truth behind their gratitude. I love that. I don't like it when I'm like, I'm happy to be alive and that's it. Like, come on, man. There's more than that. Yeah, man. <laughs> I appreciate that. Like, on your show, like that's one of the things that I really notice is that it's all about heartfelt, um, heart. You know, speaking from the heart, and like, you know, you you're a person that helps people get out of their head and into and uh, look, breathe from their heart. You know what I mean? Yeah, so I, I'm learning to breathe from there more, and it's um, it's been very awakening. Oh my gosh. <laughs> It's Especially been awakening. Recently, I mean, you, you know, I mean, the, um, I touched base with you, and you know, you, there were you've been going through a lot of personal transitions, and you've been, you know, showing the world, you know, hey, look, guys, this is what I'm, this is how I'm growing, this is what I'm learning. It's like, you know, it's you're showing everybody, you know, um, that you're on your path and you're on your your way, and you're doing the things that is for you to do and you're, you know, in a way, dude, you're like leading, a, you're leading the way, bro, like the giraffe, you know what I mean? Like the giraffe, he's, he's up there, you know, and um, he, he sees, he sees, he looks, but it's not, he doesn't look down in a way of superiority. He looks down in a way of, I'm looking out for you and I'm making sure that you know, everything's all right. It's like, I, I have a way of, it's like being able to look at things from a bird's eye view, but not have to be in the sky, not be, not have to be, um, uh, distant. It's a way of being able to stay, you know, be above it all, but at the same time be connected to what's really happening down there with everybody, you know? It's yes. And thank you for acknowledging that. Um, cause it's not about me, but it, for the record, so you guys heard me talk about the giraffe yesterday and you know about the giraffe question and um, I didn't realize the giraffe was a spirit animal and Darius and, and every, people keep sending me pictures of giraffes, which I love because it's like a thing now and I and a thing I want to keep doing because now that I know what the giraffe symbolizes, I'm like, yeah, the giraffe's my spirit animal and I guess it's no accident that I chose that goofy question to ask at the end and it makes me laugh and it's a giggle and some people think it's stupid but I don't care because there's a lot of things that I say are stupid and it doesn't bother me. But the giraffe question is now taking on a whole new life because of what the giraffe means. So if you don't know about the giraffe, you should look up the giraffe as a spirit animal. It's it's incredible. That is definitely my spirit animal. I always thought it'd be like a, a bear or a, or a lion. No, it's a giraffe. <laughs> Yeah, man, totally. You know, it's totally you. It's, I mean, it's like you're tall. You know what I mean? <laughs> you're tall, and you know, but at, and at the same time, it's um, it's so interesting. The only time that the giraffe shows any sign of vulnerability is when it's taking a drink of water, because its head is actually bent. Its head is bent down. Yeah, see, look, my drink of water. <laughs> You say that, I'm like, I, I need water. <laughs> yeah. That's, so you know what I mean? Now it's, I feel, that, now that I feel right vulnerable. There. Damn it. And, and it's, it's, the thing about it is that vulnerability is a great sign of strength to be able to show that. Um, you know what I mean? Um, you know, part of the reason why I wanted to come back as well was because I remember last time we were talking and, um, I was talking about, blah, you know, on and on and on about numbers and, hey, you know, what's your number, blah, 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 all this stuff. But, man, dude, I didn't tell you. Uh, I don't know if I did. Maybe I did. But um, I was raised as a Jehovah Witness. So um, I was actually, when I was introduced to numerology initially, it um, at least the way that I do it now, I had that, that, um, like, Ugh, I don't want to know about that. Don't tell me nothing. You know, my first business mentor was the one who was like, hey, Derek, what's your birthday? And he, 
It was like, you know, he explained it to me. Um, but, and I, I had troubles with it at, you know, initially because of my background. I was very, like, dude, you see how, like, I'm into the, into numerology, bro. Like, I was into the, I mean, I still am to an extent, but, like, I knew my scriptures that way. Like, um, you know, I would train, I would study different religious books, different uh, religions, so I could, you know, I would study the Book of Mormon, the Pearl of Great Price, the Doctrine and Covenants, the Quran, all the different religious books so that I could go up to them and prove to them the Bible in their own books, you know, and show them these things and show them the verses. I memorized verses. I still have verses I could go to. But when it, when it came to numerology, I was initially uncomfortable, but then when I started finding different things, like different numbers in there, you know, one of the things that really uh, helped me out in it, you know, when I was like, oh, dude, well, you know, what, you know, the Bible says something, you know, such and such about being able to tell this about, you know, the future or whatever. But I found out that back then in, uh, and you ever, if you ever look in the Bible where King David talks about bring me the ephod, if you ever heard that verse, bring me the ephod, that was actually a breastplate that the high priest would wear, and that would contain two stones in it called the Urim and the Thummim. And that was the only acceptable form of uh, quote-unquote divination that the Israelites were using. And that was how they would actually, that was a form of divination that was used in, this, in um, Israel. It's in the scriptures. Um, the high priest would wear it, and it would be how King Saul, back when King Saul wanted to know how to go to when to go to war, that was one of the things that actually drove him down the wrong, I mean, the wrong path because he wasn't getting an answer from it, and so he sought other ways. And he was, he was like, oh my God, I'm not getting the answer from the Urim and the Thummim. You know, just, that was a form of how they would figure out what God's will for them was. And then I found out that, you know, the Israelites, the Jews, the Christians, they were heavily involved in numbers. Um, in fact, the fourth book in the Bible is the book of numbers. <laughs> you know, it's, um, they have a whole book named after the book of numbers. I thought about it. I was like, okay, Jesus, he died at age 33, poured the Holy Spirit out on the church in the year 33 CE, died at age, uh, you know, he died with three, with two other people. He was, you know, among three. He had 12 disciples. One plus two is three. He preached for three years, started his ministry at age 30. The Trinity, Father, Son, Holy Spirit. Jesus rose on the third day. Um, you know, all these numbers that are surrounding when Jesus, you know, after he was baptized, he went out into the wilderness for 40 days to be tempted by the devil. For, and Moses, you know, the Israelites, they traveled in the wilderness for 40 years. It rained 40 days and 40 nights in Noah's days. Um, you know, and Mo Moses went to the top. Uh, man, I, I can go on and on and on about this, but I just saw this this um, thing with numbers in the Bible, and I just wanted to know what it meant. You know, that was part of my, I guess you could say, initial. Um, even before I was introduced to numerology, I just wanted to know what those numbers meant. Why did, you know, what was the symbology of the seven days of creation? You know, you know, um, man was made on the sixth day, and then you find out that, you know, later on in Revelation, hope I'm not talking too much, dude, but, um, you know, find out in Revelation chapter 13 that it's talking about this wild beast, and the number of the beast is 666. I'm like, dude, well, what's, what's that all about? And then it says that the 666 is a man's number. I'm like, well, how's that? And then I find out, oh, yeah, that makes sense because man was made on the sixth day of creation. So that number, um, you know, Adam and Eve, they were made on the sixth day in the Bible in Genesis. And so it was really in that, in that context in Revelation, it was really speaking about how that number 666 really refers to complete and total um, – Absorption in material thoughts and material pursuits with the complete exclusion of God. Um, because seven, you know, God rested on the seventh day. It's a Sabbath, right? Seven also symbolizes in the Bible spiritual perfection. And, I mean, but at the same time, 
all these numbers that are in the Bible are so universally found just everywhere. It's like the meanings and the symbolism to it. It's like, you know, Jesus died at age 33. You know, the Bible has 66 books in it. Um, when you add up, I don't, you know, I know different people have different feelings about different, you know, names like Jehovah, but you add up Jehovah, it equals 33. You add up Michael, it equals 33. You add up um, the word Bible, it equals um, 13. And 13, you know what, there's 13 original Jewish months in the Jewish calendar. You know, there's 12, but every few, every so often there's a 13th month in the Jewish calendar called the Adar. There was 12 tribes of Israel, but the 13th tribe was the tribe of Levi, and that wasn't counted among the original 12. And that was the high priests, which also symbolizes the 12 um, disciples, but Jesus being the high priest, being the 13th. You know, and, you know, you add up the body. There's an ancient saying. Oh, look, hold on. Look, look, someone says all I know about. <laughs> yeah, man. Hey, I'm talking a lot, bro. Like, I know I'm like just going on and on and on about this. But um, I, I really thought like, give, give you a breather. Like, <laughs> oh, Robert, you're so funny, man. So, all right. Hold on, hold on, hold on. So. But you, what was, so you messaged me with a sense of urgency that you wanted to come back on and you started talking about it. And then you just, you started talking about numbers and using all that. And I, I get it. I'm with you on that. I, I understand what you're saying, but what was your purpose? There was something that you wanted to get off your chest. Mm. What was it? You don't, you don't come basically going, I got like ASAP now. <laughs> so like, I, I want to know what that was. What were you, what were you, what are you on fire about? Like, what do you have to say? Cause you are you don't need to read you. Basically the point is this, we know that you were a master with numbers and you understand it. it, it there's, you've proven it over and over and over and over and over again. But what is it that you need to say? Dude, I've gone through this month, I've gone through so much transition. Um, I've been, everything has been up in the air. I wanted to call contact you and get on a while back, actually. I was just inundated. Um, relationship, um, you know what I mean? It, uh, we broke, we broke. And um, so it's just me being in this reflective process and analyzing, you know, the best way to move forward, um, the best way to learn from what I experienced, the best way to move forward in reinventing myself. And um, I actually, dude, I didn't even expect to share that on, on this episode. I really didn't expect to share that. but. You, um, you know, I hope that you, you get what I'm saying though, right? Yeah. Just, I'm um, being, being vulnerable in the best way that I can at this time. But dude, I just, I haven't even been active on Facebook lately. So this is actually the first video I've done in a few days. And, um, I'm just getting ready for my birthday so I can start this new year for uh startup and just go full speed ahead and do what I have to do on my mission. So let me ask you something. Why do you feel like you need to change your course or reevaluate things? Like, what are you, what are you evaluating? I mean, you seem to be pretty in tune with your gift. No, it's not that it's not, it's not the gift. It's not the numerology that continues. All these things continue. It's meaning going up to a higher level of myself. You know what I mean? Like you, you've been expressing yourself, you've been showing the vulnerability. It's like, hey, look, man. And uh, this this the first time I, you know, just revealed something like that about myself. But at least not, I mean, on the, on the public like that. I'm gonna keep doing that. I have to stay on this path because there's a lot of people that are benefiting from it. 
but there's a lot of things that have come in my way that are challenging me to step up and grow beyond who I am now. And so it's a part of me taking that on. You know, this next period, this next nine year cycle, bro, is like insane. For me, like my personal numbers, like I do every people's number, I do a lot of people's numbers, but when I do, I especially do my own so that I can figure out what I need to know to get some clarity. And, um, you know, I, I hope that answers your question, but I don't intend on like changing course. Everything that I have tells me to keep going and to be open to the new opportunities that are now coming to me. Like, dude, incredible opportunities, but a lot of, you know what I mean? Like when you're about to go on, take a, open a door that you've never stepped into before, and it's like, oh shoot, dude, yeah, I don't know what's on the other side, bro. Like, bro, like this month has been crazy. Like just all the transition, all the stuff that's been intense emotionally, but at the same time, right on the other side, all the things that's been awesome. It's like the challenges right at the same time as the awesomeness. And it's like, like, you know, like in this fetal position at the same time as like, you, you do, it's like being on a roller coaster for the first time, bro. It's like Right, that. right, right. Um, and, uh, that's, that's kind of like that. It's, you know, me doing the videos was me adding momentum to my purpose. Me doing the videos was me putting energy into it. I spoke to a buddy of mine last year. He told me, dude, just go in a direction. I didn't know what to do. And he was just like, just move, just go in a direction and the universe will support you. Yes. And I did that. Good. Yes. You know? Yes, and it will, and you'll be protected, and you, you, nothing will stand in the way of your calling if you if you pursue it. I mean, the things that'll get in your way are just opportunities. They're just, you know, maybe you're veering off the path. They're, maybe they're there to remind you of where you're going, or maybe, you know, I mean, it's just it's amazing how it works. But I mean, I have purposefully been testing my faith every single day. I heard it in church about, I mean, I, I had been doing it, but like really trying to stretch myself. I heard it in church like four weeks ago and it was so true. And I purposefully intentionally have been doing that in ways and like discovering new ways to do it. And God has really, really blessed me. And, and it's not about, monetization, monetization, monetization. I'm not making any money yet. I'm going to, it's coming, but it's not about that. Like the joy and the people and the relationships and the love and like all the things that I really, when it came, comes down to it, the things that I was lacking the most, I'm now receiving and I'm able to give back even more because of that. I'm not empty and, and it's powerful. And it's because of that very thing. And part of stepping to your purpose and going a direction is testing your faith. So I, I commend you on that. Thank you. Thank you. You remind me of a buddy of mine um, from back when I was in fifth grade. He, he passed uh, back in 2013. But you remind me of him. Uh, his name was John. He uh, was a person that was a lot, you know, a lot from the heart. Um, he spoke a lot from the heart. He, he, that's where he was at. He lived in the heart. And you remind me of him because some of the things that, the ways that you talk and the ways that you carry yourself and the ways that you, like, things that you would laugh at. Things that you would laugh at is things that he would laugh at and make, make jokes. But anyway, that's that's really cool. That's part of, like, where I, where I feel like this resonance with you. Um, someone just looked like someone just commented, um, I'm trying to... Uh, oh, hold, I, I'm going fast the comments. Hold on. Robert says, there will be others on the other side waiting for you. So true. Bonnie says, yep, a lot of in-between. There'll be distracting opportunities to get past. Michelle says, elevation. Robert says, tweaking perspectives is something I've done to open new pathways to joy. That's really good, Robert. That's awesome. Um, yeah, man. Well, man, I'm happy for you, bro. I mean... Do you have anything else you want to get off your chest? My time is running out. If I had a giraffe, I would teach you how to do numerology. Ah! 
plug your page in the uh, comments, my man. It's good to see you. God bless you. And um, I'll see you soon, okay? All right, man. Thanks. All right, Talk to you soon. Bye. Peace. All right, guys. So, today was a different show. Um, always love having him on, though, because he's fascinating. And, like, I... There's something wanting to come out of him. I don't know what it is. It's bothering me. Because he's got so much to offer, you know? So, by the way, the song I played at the very beginning was Cheyenne Murphy. And uh, I'm a fan. She's 19 years old from San Diego. An amazing artist. So anyway, thank you everybody listening on iHeartRadio, on Spreaker, uh, everybody watching on YouTube. And... Uh, of course, all you lovely Facebook people. Thank you, Robert, Michelle, Bonnie, uh, Jordan, Lisa, Trisha. Great to see you guys. Um, thank you, as always. God bless. And we'll see you very soon. Take care.